Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I wanted to update you guys about the editing phase, what's been happening with the Hartwell Chronicles Teenage Exorcist, and hopefully by the end of all of my ramblings on a podcast, you'll be able to take away some tips to help you with your editing. So I want to talk about Sticky Sentences. Well, I just love the name of that. Where's a restaurant in Charleston called Sticky Fingers? I still remember it. Trust me, you needed a bunch of napkins at this place because the barbecue. Well, Sticky Fingers, Sticky Fingers for me means that my fingers are typing way too much and I'm putting in extraneous words. And so Pro Writing Aid picks up Sticky Sentences. So I love this feature, and I'm going to kind of go through some of the features that have really uh, helped me narrow down my words and shorten and tighten up my sentences. Because honestly, guys, if I would read the sentence out loud, okay, so I read the sentence prior to noticing that it was a sticky sentence, did not pick up on it at all. I didn't say, oh, I really need to take these, you know, words out. But when the sticky sentence function, I push it, here I go, I see that I have 28 sticky sentences, and I'm like, oh my goodness, again, I'm in the 20s on something else. But when I started looking at it, and it was just the simple little words, when the box would pop up, it would show me, okay, you need to take out of this, 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 and it would give you suggestions on words that would be considered, um, you know, the extra words you don't need. So, there we go. I needed that. I needed a guide because uh, I can't pull those out myself, honestly. And my word count and my sentences, when I was, I've been using Pro Writing Aid since last week, I went ahead and bought it because I had that coupon code from the video. I told you guys about that last week. You really need to try that before the coupon code expires. <laughs> um, and it was the best $35 that I could have spent. And it is teaching me. See, that's the thing. Grammarly, when I purchased the program um, extension for Grammarly and I bought it, I will say that I have improved because of my use with Grammarly. It, it, you know, the more you see it, the more glaring the colors look for you, then, you know, you'll start recognizing your patterns. 
and it might be the end of this book until it all dawns on me, clicks on me, and I internalize it. But I have pro-writing aid now that is there as a tool. It's not there to replace my knowledge and my growth in my writing. It's just there as a tool to catch it when I'm not consistently using it. Those kind of, you know, skills that I'm trying to learn. So the sticky sentences was huge. So I started out at 62,000 plus, you know, it was like 62,000 words before the weekend hit. And that's why I loved, you know, taking pictures of my word counts. Um, and my progress. And when last night, it was about 9 o'clock, and I was just so exhausted, y'all. Usually I've been, I told y'all I've been staying up, but I was exhausted. And I just could not edit anymore. I just couldn't. I got to look, I looked down at my word count, and I was at 59,000 words. And I knew exactly what helped me do that. What helped me shave off all of that unnecessary weight it was pro-writing aid. And that means that the manuscript is going to read clean. You know, it's not just going to be dirtied up with all kinds of little extra extras. And it's going to get straight to the heart. And that's what I want for my reader. I don't want to muddy up the waters so my reader decides, oh, no, nah, this isn't for me. This is just extra mess and they stop reading my work i do want it to be a quick read i want it to be a read that is accessible because you guys know what i teach and it, it matters to me so the readability piece i really like so instead of doing the readability check for the whole manuscript which i have not done um since i've been doing the edits um what i've been doing is by chapter chapter by chapter so I'll copy the chapter from my completed document on word and instead of opening it up into word for some reason and I don't know why but I like the visual layout of having pro writing aid open up in the actual website than just the extension on my computer now maybe that's the dumbest thing but there's something about having it there that I really like. Now, I did make a mistake, and I don't know where the undo button is. And instead of hitting copy, I hit paste, and I deleted an entire edited chapter, um, which I pretty much had worked on all day because it was the final chapter. And I hated that I did that. Um, but I went back in. I quickly closed it out. And then I opened it back up, and I remembered so many of the edits that I'd done that I, I knew I got close enough. It, it might not be perfect. So, I, you got to be very mindful of that. And if there's an undo button and I missed it, uh, let me know about it. <laughs> maybe maybe um, it's as simple as doing the drop downs, but I kind of panicked, and I closed everything. I just X'd everything out really fast and closed my browsers and I, I was like and my husband was like no don't do that I'm like I have to there's something telling me I gotta do it now before it's just like some kind of automatic save um and so I've been saving them chapter by chapter and I just like it better you know everybody's got a process everybody could you know use pro writing aid or Grammarly in a different way but I use Grammarly inside Word I don't pull out and put onto the website for Grammarly, but for the pro writing aid tool, that somehow I just like it. I don't know. 
So sticky sentences, I honestly can say, was a lifesaver just in removing a bunch of words. And you guys know, if I love to talk like this on the podcast, can you imagine my writing? Oh my gosh, I'm sure that I had too many um, extra words in there that uh, Pro Writing Aid was like slashing left and right. Okay, another thing that I really liked other than the sticky sentences and the readability per chapter is that it told, you know, how long it took to read each chapter. And if I'm in a classroom environment, that's important for me as a teacher because I'm going to give my kids 15 to 20 minutes a day for silence and sustained reading. And if that's the only time that they're going to get the book, I want to make sure that my chapters are less than 15 minutes. That way they can get through one to two, you know, almost two chapters in a day um, to help them along with their reading if they aren't going to read when they get home. Like I have students who are reading outside of SSR and they're carrying, you know, four books around with them in their book sack now. But then I have those readers who the only time they ever read is when they're with me. So I want to make it the time. I like that time stamp on there. Um, I think that that's a really cool option. And I'm looking at that as far as my teaching um, of it, uh, you know, or giving protected time to read and how far could my students get um, with that. And so, of course, you've got style, which that's the first one. Well, I hit summary first. So, I'm going to tell you guys the colors I love. So, you hit the summary at the very beginning, and it shows you kind of where you are. And you're going to get all these yellows, greens, reds. Well, when I get the reds, and I get like 56, you know, like a number that pops up, and it's red. I'm like, oh, no. And then I get yellows. And I might get a green and spelling, you know. And then the rest of everything else is like yellow and red. I know that I've got my work cut out for me. And that it was not in the best shape to send it off to get it published uh, without using this tool. And so every time that I put in a chapter and I notice that, I go, you know, thank you, Lord, for, you know, helping me. And for, you know, people emailing me through the podcast, telling me about ProWriting Aid and, you know, just giving me the tools that I need to be successful. So, I open the summary up and I see the colors. So then what I love is that as I'm going through, I can see it cross off all the mistakes, like with the passive sentences. Those passive sentences are a glaring problem of mine, and now I'm figuring it out. Like, the more that I do it, I don't even have to think about I don't have to pull back and like look at samples anymore and say well what is an active sentence versus a passive sentence because I was actually having to do that last week just to ensure that I knew what I was supposed to be doing um now it's so innate that as soon as I see that I have you know 18 passive sentences I go straight to those sentences and I pull out individual errors I'm not reading it all the way down. I'm just looking at errors when I'm in pro writing aid. And because I've already looked at it for, you know, like the developmental piece, the story piece. That's already been done. That edit is done. The whole book, yes. Congratulations to me. Um, I'm sorry, I'm in traffic. Got to get over. It's really busy this morning. And I left late. Early, I meant. I left really early today. 
usually the earlier I go, the easier it is. But for some reason, everybody decided to go early on a Monday morning. <laughs> um, okay, so I was saying my developmental edits I've done with, I've done them, but the passive like the passive sentences now because I've been using it so much and I've been editing through that problem. It doesn't, you know, bother me anymore. I don't get intimidated anymore when I look at the line and it says, okay, this is a passive. Fix it. Make it turn it into active. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, why can't they just write this sentence for me? But no, they don't. And so I see it and I do it. And now it's very quick. What I love is by the time I get through everything, which is cliche, which is dialogue, all of the buttons, I get to the very last one, which is like sentence structure. I'm gonna to talk to you guys about that. Um, once I get through all of the checks, I go back to the summary sheet. And once I see the summary sheet, I get so excited because everything is green at that point. And I just put my hands up in the air and I go, look baby, look, because I'm editing right beside my husband while we're learning about the, the, you know, the true story of Silent Hill and the town in Pennsylvania with the fires and the mines. And I'm like, um, look, baby. So, you know, YouTube's playing in the background. He's into to watching his videos and I'm snuggled up beside him editing. And then he'll say, good, good. And then that's, he loves that word, good. And then I'm back to the next chapter. <laughs> But I love the colors. It gives me like this seal, like I've done everything I can for you. You are green. You're good to go. Like, you know, go go forth and, and multiply in the hands of readers chapter because I'm done. And so I copy it and I paste it back into my Word document, which of course is going to mess up with my mess with my editing um, flow. It's going to mess with the formatting but that's okay i'm gonna format separate anyway so long as i get my words right to start with i'm good so another feature about the pro writing aid i like is dialogue you click on it and it picks up every single time you've got a dialogue tag and it shows you uh-oh you you accidentally you know messed up here in this dialogue tag now, when I first started with Sweet Potato Jones last May, you can go back and you can listen to a podcast. I distinctly remember this. Um, when I learned about dialogue tagging and the appropriate way to do it, and I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that. Oh, now it makes sense. And then I started looking at models and going, it's only when you use those talking words like said and repeated and, you know, replied and asked. Well, I watched a video the other day by Jerry Jones. He's the um, author of the Left Behind series. He's a best-selling author, but he does these instructional videos. And he was on with a guy from Pro Writing Aid, and I was watching and learning, hearing what they were saying, um, seeing if there was any little tricks or secrets I could pick up while I was going through my editing phase. So I had it on going in the background, and I heard him say, you know, quit using the word asked in dialogue tags, just say said, and then remove as many of them as you can, because if you're not making a distinct voice of your character, then they, and by the readers, you know, you're taking that away from the reader, and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, he's right, I've been using ask quite a bit, so I did go in, I cleaned up some of that, and then um, I still kept a few, but I didn't um, have as many. I really like that dialogue feature, because 
at first I was going to say, I'm going to read the dialogue separate. So I was just going to have to keep scrolling down and down until I found them myself to win the seek and find. Well, it does it for you. So then if you want to read your dialogue separate like I did, like I pulled out my dialogue, it also tells you 51% of your chapter is dialogue. Now, when she was uh, alone in a segment, there was only 20% of the chapter where she had dialogue because it was like the before and the after piece. But most of my chapters are ranging 50 to 55% of my chapters are dialogue. And so that lets you know that I'm trying to do the balance. You see what I'm doing here. I'm doing the balance between dialogue and description because the dialogue helps students with the pacing too and that is more of the showing not just the telling and i needed to get away from that speaking of which pro writing aid does that this appears like a you know like a, a telling statement because it's going to pick up those emotion words um which is cool that's another option i like and i don't have as many problems with those anymore because I've been trying to really stretch myself as a writer and, and notice that myself. So when I was going through my first developmental edits be, before pro-writing aid, um, I even did a podcast on that, Showing Not Telling, and um, I did a blog on it because I, I was in the middle of researching the best ways to tackle that and how could I clean it up. So that was good because that showed that I might have had one or two here and there, but it was not in every chapter, so I was improving in that area which shows that we all can learn right we all can improve our writing um, we just have to work really hard at it this is not easy um and some people might say it comes very natural to them which i would say congratulations to you um, i wish that this was a natural process for me i was talking to a friend and she was she doesn't understand it she said you have that many errors and i said yes i do and she's just shocked. She's like, I, I can't imagine it. And I says, well, I'm going to tell you, you know, it's a part of my author story. Yes, I have that many errors. And I'm not ashamed of it. It's just what it is. I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, I worked that chapter. There were actually 23 passive sentences in the chapter. And I put it up on my blog and I was talking to somebody about it because they were like, English is my second language. I'm like, English is my first language and I'm doing this too. I said, so, you know, we can all, you know, practice and write more, figure it out, learn these signals, learn what we're doing, um, you know, learn the words, learn the state of being verbs and we can get better. And just giving, giving each other the motivation and the courage to keep on learning is, I think, you know, a part of this author world. And it takes transparency. I'm not going to get up here and be a podcast host and tell you all of this is easy and, and it's perfect for me. No, I'm struggling through this because I know that there are a lot of other listeners out there that are in the same boat as me. They're struggling with something. So you guys recognize that, and you see that I'm speaking it real. And she just, you know, Friday, I'm still thinking about that conversation. She was like, Jennifer, there is no way that you needed Pro-Writing Aid. Because I was telling her she needed to get it. She needed to get the free version for her kids. Like, I didn't think that she needed to get, like, paid version. There's a free version. But, like, if they're just writing, um, you know, little paragraphs for homework and things like that, because they're one of them is going in middle school and I know how much middle school increases their writing demands. And I was like, just get the free version. They don't need like 
the 55,000 or the 60,000 word count version that I've got, you know, to be able to handle larger amounts of documents and everything. And she was like, Jennifer, there's no way. And I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm like, I can be a storyteller, right? I can tell you a story. Doesn't mean that my grammar and my diction and, you know, my overuse of words doesn't mean that that I'm going to catch all of that. I'm in the moment telling you a story. And that's the point. You know, you got to get the story down. And so if anybody's out there going, I'm not perfect, but I've got a story to tell, tell your story first because that's where it starts. You got to work with something. So work it, write it. Then do not feel ashamed when you pull it up and then you go, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that I'm overusing the word new. I'm telling you what, my characters, they know a lot of junk, y'all. And I wouldn't have gotten that, like, because Grammarly didn't, wasn't going to pick that up because I spelled it right, you know, or it was used correctly in a sentence. But I'm telling you, when you click on that overuse button on ProWritingAid and it says that I've used maybe, so that's okay. She's too indecisive. Let's take out the maybes. We don't need to have that many. Let's leave three. We don't need seven. But the ones that will say, I knew, I know, it picks those up. And it's like, you need to remove at least three of these. And it'll tell you. And then once you start removing them, it'll count them down for you. And you can look over. You can do a drop-down box. And you can see your progress. And you can keep up with how many more you need to do. I really love that function of the overuse words. And it does echoes. That one matters to me. Now, there are some places where I intentionally use repetitive language. I think that that is a technique um, that I do employ. I like to read books that like from, okay, so Ray Bradbury, he will use some repetitive language um, in Fahrenheit 451. And you guys know I just finished reading that book. I told you the story about when my student was like, oh my gosh, you ask questions like he does in the book. You, you're, you write like Ray Bradbury. And I took that as the highest compliment. I was like, no, it's just a technique. And I, I'm not, I'm nothing like Ray Bradbury. But too much of it, it's going to get over um, used. It's just too much, the echoes of words. And you might not realize it from like paragraph to paragraph but think about these paragraphs they're going to be sitting on the same page right possibly unless you've got a break or you you know the the page formatting but just bear with me here listen to this so when you're looking at your page in its entirety and when you hit echo on pro writing aid it highlights all of the words that's been used like on that page so like for example they're in this uh carnival room okay and i use the word carnival way too much i use um certain words to describe the room way too much i use room way too much on the same page and that's just ridiculous and those are like words that i would have never caught when i read it unless i would have hit the button that's called echo so kudos to the pro writing aid people for considering the echo words um i really love that and it gives me variety it allows me now to stretch myself but not do the variety where i'm just coming up with synonyms and putting in crazy words no you want to go simple still but um, and just say what you mean, but it still lets me shorten up sentences. Maybe I don't even need to have in the room because they're already in the room. So those kind of things, you know, I need to do.
Another part about it I like is the redundancy. Like, you do not want to say, look down at, okay, I have a problem with this, and I didn't recognize it until pro-writing aid. But it's not a glaring problem. It wasn't anything that was, like, red. However, you don't want it at all. So, you want zero of these in your book. She looked down at the kitchen floor. Well, how else are you going to look? You can't look up at the kitchen floor, correct? So, those are um, the redundancies that Pro Writing Aid will actually identify. Which, I'm like, okay, that's so corny that I did that. But, it makes sense that you need to take it out, right? Well, if you're reading your manuscript, you're not going to necessarily pick that up as an error. Because, of course, you know you're looking down. Well, the reader also knows that. So, you've got to go through and everything. Like, when it says nodded her head, of course she nodded her head. What is she nodding? She's not nodding her finger. I mean, think about these little redundancies that you might not pick up. Pro Writing Aid picked those up for me, and I cleaned those sentences up. So, I've just went through a few of the things um, that Pro Writing Aid does. Oh, I want to tell you one more thing. So, I've learned about pacing and sentence length. And it, there's this really cool function. You push the button and it shows every individual sentence and it looks like the roller coaster, y'all. You want it to look, you know, varied. You want to have, I think it was like 11% um, percent up or something like that. 11 uh, there's a number 11 that's sticking out of my mind here. I don't have my computer in front of me because I'm driving to work. But there's like an 11, and you want it to be there. And so, like, if I had a chapter that had 9, then I needed to go in and look at my sentence links. And I needed to say, okay. And I could just scroll down on the side, on the sidebar. And I could look at all of my sentences, chart it out. And then there would be quite a few where I would have a 2-2 two, two, or a 4-4-4-4, four, 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 like very short, choppy sentences. Well, then I needed to take some of those and I need to combine them um, and then keep the rest of them choppy. Um, I like that. I also liked that if you looked at the repetitive language, not the not the one that's called echo, but there's another one. Um, it would pick up, like, if in a paragraph, if I started a paragraph off and I said her, her name, so I've got Victoria, blah, 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 and I was like, she, 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 and the sentences, I would have three sentences in a row or four sentences in a row that would start with she, then I knew that was a problem. And I wouldn't have recognized that just in my regular word processing tools because I've spelled she correctly and I've used it right, but... That is that repetitiveness that we need to clean up. We need to um, add variety to our sentence starters as well. So I love that feature. So you can see that for the longer chapters, the ones that I have that are like 11 pages, whew, it takes a good hour and a half for me just to get through all of the functions, check everything, so it is a slow process, but it is so worth it because then at the end of every button pushed and I go back to summary and I see every, everything green and all the colors green, then I can copy and I can paste with greater confidence. And the chapters where something still wasn't green, it was because I was... Um, 
you know, writing song lyrics for her, um, which the chorus was repeating, or I had Bible verses in there, which they're going to be written. Some of them were in passive, and I couldn't change them. Lunatic was spelled wrong in the by you know, like the way we spell it, but I kept it in the original. Um, and so some of those things, you know, I was okay with. I knew because I could make the choices. And just like Grammarly, you've got to be the boss of pro writing aid as well. You've got to make sure because sometimes you want the effect. Sometimes in the sentences, I wanted them to be a sticky sentence because that was the way that this character talked. And so I couldn't mess with the doctor's way. Um, I couldn't shorten those up or, you know, add a contraction here or there or, or, you know, whatever. I wanted him to have his distinct tone to where he drew out everything. So you've got to still make your choices, which, I, you know, that's our, that's our writing prerogative. So we don't just go through and hit click, 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 click and change. You know, we go through and we make intentional changes. But then at the end, you know confidently what you've done, the work you've done and put into it. Um, I will say that adding this to my arsenal really brings a powerful punch for me. And it's something I needed. I'm so grateful for it. And I'm going to continue. So I finished up. So as far as where I'm currently at, I finished up chapter 24 yesterday. My husband is still a beta reader with me. He's not given up hope yet. And um, he's midway through. And so there is a possibility where I may have to add a scene. Um, it's still kind of battling in my mind. But I love where I'm at right now, like overall. So I could just possibly use it for the next book. Like I don't want to give too much away. Um, maybe that's a part for the next series um, book. So, you know, I can't do everything in this one. You know, I've got four more in just junior year. Like, three more just in junior year. I'll have four for junior year. So, um, maybe that's just me ready to, to start the next book <laughs> and and flesh all of that out. But I went through and I finished chapter 24 this weekend. Then I started back over. I'd already done chapter 1 on Friday, just to practice with pro writing aid, and go back and forth and see, so I went back into chapter two, and I went from chapter two to chapter six, and so now, I've got to work my way from like seven to like 18, which I firmly believe that with my work ethic, I'm going to be able to finish up all of the edits, even though I'm staying up late, um, I didn't last night, but I've been staying up late. I got up at 5 o'clock Saturday morning. My friend messaged me at like 9.30 wanting to do a YouTube video. And I was like, girl, I've been up since 5. I'm like, I'm doing this edit. I'm almost like finished with chapters. She wanted to do it like right then. She was like, we'll just do it another day. Because um, I've got to run in just a second. And I was still in my pajamas. Um, didn't have anything set up. Because it would have taken me a few minutes. My husband was still asleep. And I wasn't going to, like, go into our room to do it. Um, so I was going to have to kind of stall time and wait. Well, she couldn't. So we're going to make a video soon, guys, um, together. But, you know, I she was like, Jennifer, your work ethic. I'm like, I got to get this done. You know, I've got a timeline for myself. And I have my reasons why. And June 1st is fast approaching. Um, I'm actually going to take only one day off of work. I never take the day off, ever. 
Um, I've got bunches of days saved up. So I'm going to take a day to celebrate. Um, I've already bought the cake mix. I bought me a fudge marble cake mix box from Betty Crocker. And um, that's what my mama used to use when she made cakes. And so I think that my mama would have made me a themed cake and have a party for me because my mama was just that cool. Um, so I'm actually going to have a Hartwell's Chronicles, the Hartwell Chronicles theme party when it's done. Um, so I've already started to think about some things that I want for the party. And my son is building us a Pinterest page that's going to have some um, recipes in it. And he's going to share the board with me. So if you're on my Pinterest page and you start seeing medieval recipes, that's not for the Hartwell Chronicles. That's for his Skyrim birthday party. Um, he's already planning his birthday party with Pinterest. Of all of the themed party foods that he wants, and he wants us to make like this homemade stew and everything and all this fruit cakes and this wrapped sausage bread so he's also going to help me plan the exorcist party so we'll see how this goes out i know that um i know what tyler's favorite food is so we're gonna have to have that in there um and we're gonna have to make homemade shakes um and play around with that too uh so it's going to be things that are in the book that I'm going to tell my son, go find us these recipes um, because he hasn't read it and he can't read it. Um, he's 11. And when he read a piece of it with me last year, um, he had a nightmare. He had to sleep with his Bible and his cross. So it's not for Sam. So he's not going to read it and then help me plan it. I'm just going to kind of give him directions on, hey, look for these, look for that. He loves it. He loves looking up things on Pinterest. And he's like, I didn't realize how much this app was enjoyable. I'm like, baby, it is. We can get lost in Pinterest. Let's talk about that. <laughs> so there's going to be a new board up. That's going to be my book party. Um, and I'll probably do like a video of our book party just to be silly and put it up on um, Facebook Live and YouTube. Um, so I just hopefully have convinced you after all of these things I've been telling you, if you're like me and you have an issue with your style and your grammar and you need an extra set of eyes for that, but you don't have the money to pay for an expensive editor. And guys, I looked one editor was $900. And I was like, if I'm going to put out a book every three months, I don't have $900 to pay for an editor every three months. Like, I couldn't do it, y'all. I just couldn't. And my husband kept convincing me, stop looking, stop getting quotes. I just don't have the money. But I had the $35 for the year. That's how much it cost me for pro writing aid. And I need to learn this myself. I cannot just let someone else take full responsibility of my work. I've got to get better. If I want a career at this, I've got to push myself every single day to get better. So I say this with heartfelt love for all of you. Do not stop your voice from coming or from you know putting words down on paper it takes courage to do that. There are tools out there that can help us clean our stuff up. Tell your story. 
I'm so passionate about this writing life. You know, when I was given the speech, or it really wasn't a speech because I didn't have anything prepared but Bible verses. When I went to the um, speaking engagement, um, my time ran out. And my niece was making fishing pole signs at the end. That was when I knew my 20 minutes was up. And I made a joke to them, and everybody laughed. But, y'all, it was the heartfelt truth. I'm going to use that word again. That's repetitive, but I used it intentionally. I said, I could talk about Jesus all day long. And they laughed. They said, we can tell. I could talk about my author life and Jesus all day long. Because this is the calling that I feel that the Lord has placed before me. But he did not just open up my brain and dump all of the editing skills that I needed to be able to do this work independently. He gave me the story. He gave me the dream. I woke up from the dream. I started writing Victoria. He gave me the story. He continues to give me the words, but I don't know it all, but the Lord does. And the Lord knows how, you know, I listen to other people. He knows how much writing relationships matter to me. And so he's bringing the right people into my path to help me improve. And if I would not be on this podcast, I wouldn't have learned about pro writing aid. Honestly, I don't really think I would have, you know, that's where community, that's where taking these risks and getting out there helps build the connections that you need that are going to last a lifetime. You know, my author world, even though right now I have a full-time job, I have another full-time job when I get home because, yes, parenting and homeschooling and taking care of a household, you combine those three in that triangle that's a full-time job. Even the homeschooling is a full-time job. So I will tell you now, it is a true, you know, commitment on my part. And I have to say that. And I'm not trying to be narcissistic or be prideful. But it is a commitment to be able to, you know, work and work at the level that I do. You know, I didn't get distinguished on my teacher evaluation for nothing. <laughs> you know, my administrator type role as a literacy coach, I'm on the teacher leader um, part of my job. And I take my role extremely seriously. It's a serious responsibility to help nurture and guide and coach teachers and to work with students. So I'm exhausted by the end of the day, but I don't give up. I find ways. So I don't make the excuses. I produce the results. And it's not by my strength because when I am weak, the Lord comes in and he gives me the power, the fortitude to keep going forward even when my feet hurt and I'm tired and my brain is just, okay, I need a nap. And so I'll take a short nap and I'll get right back at it. And these days of the writing and the editing, I know it's for my good. It's for the books, you know, good. It's all going to work out. And the more I spend time combing through it like this, then I guarantee you, I'm going to say a guarantee, that the next time I sit down to write book two, there's going to be 
a vast improvement. I just know it. I know all of this is not in vain. I know that it's teaching me what I need in order to advance my writing. And if I don't make it in book two and I'm still pulling up the summary reports and everything is yellow and red, then I've got pro writing aid there to help me. And then eventually, I think it's going to be, by golly, she got it. I think there's going to come a day. Even if it's not with book two, there's going to come a day when it's going to dawn on me, oh, this is what I've been doing. Oh, and so it's going to become again like a natural process, just like the show versus tail or, you know, just like now I can write the um, active without really thinking about what I need to do to change it or going back and looking at a model sentence. I can actually do it without the model. You get better with practice, guys, and we just got to keep writing. So I say all of this to tell you again, like I tell you all the time, never give up. I know you want this. I know you sleep, dream, walk, talk. The author world is in the back of your mind all throughout your day. It is not an obsession. It is a calling, and this is your purpose. So use the tools that the Lord has developed for us because he has used people to help people in their weaknesses and the developers, you know, of these programs and of these tools, you know, they were provided the insight and the knowledge and the ability to create algorithms and computer checks. And so I thank them for that knowledge, that wisdom. We all have a part to play in the body. All right, guys. Y'all have a blessed day. If you're looking for my challenge devotionals on Amazon, go right on over and type in Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry and you'll see my 30-day everyday mom challenge, my 30-day teacher challenge, fingerprint curriculum for my homeschool families, and one that's closest to my heart is the Happy Renewal Year Challenge devotional. I dare you to go and check them out today. You can also find that they're on Kindle Unlimited because I want you guys to have access. I often put them up for free uh, promotional items. I'll do countdowns. Um, So that way you can grab one. You can gift them with a friend. You can share them out on your sites. And people can go on this journey with us. In December of 2019, look out for the release of my author challenge devotional. I'm looking forward to that one and sharing it with you. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.